Hello, and welcome to The Goldmine, where you can find new investment insights from your favorite financial writers every day. Hi, I'm Barry Ritholtz, and this is Beware Economists Warning Against Too Much Stimulus Again. Debates between various schools of economic thought keep playing out in the public policy sphere. We saw this in 2008-09 within economics as debates raged about how best to respond to the financial crisis. During that era, the dichotomy between saltwater and freshwater economists came to the fore. We have continued to see those debates within that framework. These abstract theoretical debates matter to academics, but are much less meaningful to investors and policymakers. The more relevant question to them is simply, which school of thought got it right or wrong? Consider several recent stimulus debates. The 2008-09 GFC rescue consisted mostly of monetary stimulus. Critics pointed out the added liquidity distorted market incentives as it worked to the advantage of the wealthy. Stocks, bonds, and real estate all rose in value The bottom half of the country only benefited indirectly as income and wealth inequality notably worsened. 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act was a multi-trillion dollar pro-cyclical stimulus that mostly accrued to the benefit of corporate America and the top 10% of individual taxpayers. It was roundly criticized for neglecting the least well-off. The 2020 CARES Act was a $2 trillion rescue plan that fell in large part to the middle and lower parts of the economic strata. The exact group that the Tax Cuts and Job Act of 2017 had missed. It provided emergency aid to those whose places of employment were closed due to pandemic lockdowns, offered loans to small businesses, and staved off an even worse economy. The CARES Act, too, was a $900 billion relief package passed by Congress on December 21, 2020. It made up much of the aid that expired in December or had expired previously and was expected to cover the gap until a new aid package could be passed by the incoming Biden administration. Now we're debating the 2021 CARES Act, a proposed $1.9 trillion rescue plan for the unemployed, for small businesses to facilitate the reopening of schools, to roll out mass vaccinations against COVID, and to provide fiscal support for states and cities. The current counter is only $600 billion. All of this brings us back to the question of which school of thought gets it right. I cannot help but notice that many of the same economists who have in the past been wrong about stimulus following the great financial crisis and more recently been wrong about inflation seem to be re-upping the same errors about stimulus during the COVID era. As a reminder, consider the collection of economists who helped to ensure the 2008-09 recovery was terrible by fighting against a massive government rescue and stimulus plan. If you want to blame a specific school of thought for why the post-financial crisis recovery was so weak, start with the group that opposed a trillion-dollar fiscal response to the great financial crisis. The anti-stimulus, anti-rescue crew have not learned anything from their prior mistakes. Not everyone who signed the full-page advertisement taken out in the New York Times by the Cato Institute on January 9, 2009, 
remains in the anti-stimulus camp. But there is a substantial overlap between those on the list who opposed a robust response to the great financial crisis and a current group of economists opposing a more robust response to the pandemic today. Some people seem to never learn from their prior errors. For more from me, check out The Big Picture at Ritholtz.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is brought to you by Ritholtz Wealth Management. Clients of Ritholtz Wealth Management may maintain positions in the securities mentioned on this podcast. If you're new to investing, check out liftoffinvest.com to get started with us today. Sorry.